<laughs> I'm just gonna keep letting you go. Oh, we're going. We're on. See, no, we're... I want to see how much of the theme you can do. You're doing like you're scatting over there. <laughs> <laughs> It's time again for Irritable Dad Syndrome, the most downloaded podcast in Nevada. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. I'm Darren. I am Michael. This is episode 39. What in and the Hades? And as you Hades. pointed out before yep. we started the show, yeah. that's one away from 40. It is. One more and we're 40. One, one more and this podcast is over the hill. Yeah, exactly. So, Well, 40 weeks, not 40 years. 40 yeah. 40 years ago, over the hill. But that means we've sat in a room mm-hmm. for more than 38, at this point, at this point in time, <laughs> more than 38 hours talking to each other. Yeah. We've talked to more, we've talked more to you, each other. You have lasted way longer than I thought you would <laughs> without strangling me. Yeah. We, we've we talked mind, more. I threw a pin at you three weeks ago, so I cracked first. And let me ask you this. Okay. Um, think of a couple. Like a married couple who okay. never speak to each other at all. Okay. Not like the marriage is dead. Dead, yeah. Okay. They can't stand each other. No, they sleep in they, separate rooms. Yeah. And if they pass each other in the hallway and uh, one of them uh, even grunts, yeah. it's met with an argument. Yeah. That couple. Yeah. Okay. They're at one end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Then the other is that couple that drives you out of your mind nuts. They won't stop talking to each other every yeah. second of the yeah, day. They're holding hands. They work together. They go everywhere together. Get over yourself. They Dolores. have like toilets next to each other in the bathroom. Yes. They poop together. Yes. That they're on that spectrum. Uh-huh. We are somewhere in in there. Yeah. In We're the somewhere in the in well, the middle. Okay. Well, one. Which so what you're saying is we talk more to each other uh-huh. than at least 49% of marriages in the United States. I didn't say that at all. That sounds like what you no, said. No, that's nowhere near what I was even thinking. It's what you implied. No, no, that's what you implied. Okay. No. Are you saying that I'm data, I'm cherry picking the data to get the result that I that's want? That's possible. Okay. That is totally possible. All right. Yeah. But I know you and I work together better than most married couples do. We do. Yeah. It's 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 almost the same as marriage, except you can't be on my insurance. Right. And there's no custody to worry about. This is going to get weird because we're comparing ourselves to married couples. Yeah. And then I know I'm going to get home uh-huh. and Libby is going to say, I knew it. No. I knew it. You've been wanting to marry no. Mike. No. no. Yeah. What's happening right now we start is <laughs> like, a, like an idiot, you're playing this podcast through uh-huh. Alexa in your house. Right. And right now- at this moment, Libby is staring at you. She's giving you the sideways glance, like Which wondering where this conversation is going to go. Right. You can save this conversation now. Okay. You have an opportunity. We have a rundown. Yeah, we do. We need to get to our stuff. <laughs> we need to get off of the topic of us being married and right. get to the things that we need to talk about. Right. Speaking of not being married, we're going to go on a trip together in October. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we're we're going to go see what we now know is is uh, Gojira. 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 A couple weeks ago, I kept pronouncing it. Gohira. Which but I think is how it really is I pronounced. I think it sounds much better. Gohira. Yeah. I, I think any... Gojira. Yeah. Anyone, anytime you're talking about it, it's uh-huh. a lot better if you break into that in the middle of talking. Yeah. So you're having a regular conversation. Mike and I got in the car. We went all the way up to Cleveland to see 
Gohira. And man, <laughs> yeah. was it a great show. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. And you know, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Gohira. <laughs> and oh my God. Yeah. They came out and, and the whole crowd was yelling, Gohira. Yeah. Gohira. That's right. It's great. Yeah. So nothing says well adjusted middle aged man better <laughs> than going to see a death metal band named Gojira. <laughs> So, but we are like, and we, we so and here's the thing is like, uh, Fancher is into Gojira. Okay. I am into Gojira and we came to them like, so Fancher and I've been For those friends. new to the podcast, Fancher is Jim old, Fancher. Old, old, old style. Old, old, old friend new from friend to me. long, long ago. Yeah. And we have gotten each other into other types of music as friends do. As friends You hear do. something and then you do whatever. Yeah. And very rarely it happens. We get into something at the same time. Around the same time, kind of like this buddy of mine in college, separately, he and I like Don Williams, yeah, separately, and then we find out about it because I just mentioned Gojira, and he was like, "Man, they're Gojira." <laughs> so in the whole thing, so we've both come to Gojira, or as you like to say, Gojira. <laughs> that was sounded sultry. It, that was yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, and I think that's cool. Yeah, and then you, I don't know, like I just, I, I, what did I do? I linked it to you last week. You said. Because you sent your list of things that you wanted to talk about. I want to talk about Gojira. I'm going to talk about Do- Gojira. Yeah. Gojira. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'll listen to them so that I'll have a clue what in the hell you're talking and about. And you liked them. And I did like them. And I normally don't like speed metal. Yeah, I don't normally... I don't. I wouldn't call them speed metal. Oh, they're speed. What they're are they? They're not speed metal. They're... Well, I... Okay, I get annoyed by all the. I get annoyed by all the, the categories. I've seen them classified as death metal slash technical metal. I've never heard technical metal. I've I've heard that before. It's really? it's it's a it's a I I think it I don't know. What kind I, of, I'm not going to pretend I know what it what is. Kind of I've heard of it into, before. Roy, I tell you what, I like that technical metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah, the the metal that comes with a, a Sanyo guide exactly. on how to enjoy it. Yeah. Sanyo is that still a thing? So, I, yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. Anyway, so, so we're going to go see him in October. End of October near Halloween. What yes. could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Can't imagine. In Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. And so the plan is... The birthplace of rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah. Is it really? No. I thought, isn't that Memphis? It, it no. is as far as we're concerned. They, they call it the birthplace of rock and roll because that's where Alan Freed, okay. the radio disc jockey, first yeah. coined the phrase rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. Also, it's near Lake Erie, uh-huh. which is from the word Irie, which means... Cohera. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're I, throwing, I'm throwing stuff that you're not. Me and I, have I, no I don't idea. know. I don't know what I was talking I don't about either. Know. I didn't no. know we were going to do the Great Lakes trivia. Yeah, I'll take Great Lakes for a thousand. Uh, they're cold. I don't want to talk about the Great Lakes. The point is, <laughs> on Superior. So the the, the concert is on Michigan. that Friday. Uh-huh. Um, a thinking man would have looked up the date before talking about it, but I'm not a thinking man. No. But we're going to talk about this you're over and over and over. We're going to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on, on that Saturday yes. and make ourselves available for yes. the legions yes. of Irritable Dad Syndrome fans yes. who are going to be there. Who are swarmed, I'm convinced, they're swarmed around the Cleveland area, yeah. the, the Great Lakes area, yeah. the greater northern Ohio area. Right. So on October 30th, Mike and I, we will be in Cleveland, Ohio. This yeah. will be an Irritable Dad Syndrome 
event, we're going to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So if you want to meet us, have your picture taken with us, if you'd like us to autograph your Irritable Dad Syndrome coffee cup, if you would like us to take a picture holding your Irritable Dad Syndrome, you need to learn more words if, t-shirt. If you'd like to bring do us donuts. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. We'll eat the donuts. We'll even autograph the box. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, for every box of donuts we get... We'll autograph each one. We'll autograph the box of donuts. Yes. Yes, we will. Okay. So, write that on your calendar. Yeah. October 30th, Mm -hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Irritable Dad Syndrome event. Yeah. Mike and Darren will be there, and you get to meet us. Uh, We'll we'll have conversations. If you want to... All the people there. Yeah. Let's just assume... Yeah. More than one person shows up. <laughs> Let's just assume that. Okay. 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 We're gonna be like, we've what gotta, the hell? We've got to we make. We're really this, wanting to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We've got to make this huge like deal. Uh-huh. We got to make a lot of noise about it, and yes. then all the other people will be like, "What's these two bald guys <laughs> in their stupid Gojira right. shirts?" Gojira. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and th- and I know someone's got to come up and go, Darren, Darren, will you say it? And I'll say, sure. Gojira. Yeah. It'll be, it'll well, be huge. Here's something I've been thinking about that I haven't told you. What? Is that Go, Gojira. Right. They're big. They're yeah. like, the, I've told you that they, they hit the number, number one, one in, in Billboard. Yeah. But they're not, they're like, they're they're just getting there. Uh-huh. So they're still in that weird, like, okay. So if you walked out and you saw, I don't know, I'm going to date myself like crazy. You saw Springsteen or Bon Jovi. Everybody knows that that's Springsteen. He can't, Bruce Springsteen cannot walk into a subway and order a sandwich no, without somebody coming up to him that's right. and asking, where the hell's the rest of the E Street band? Right. Bon Jovi, somebody can't come up and say, I didn't know you had gray hair now. Right. Did, did they get known? Which, by the way, Bon Jovi's killing it. Yeah. With the, with the silver hair. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Gojira, I think. Gojira. They could walk into places, and it's like it's like when Stone Temple Pilots were were starting, like they were becoming big when Core had just yeah, come out. Yeah, they were opening for Megadeth. Right. Jim Fancher and my buddies met them in the music store in Huntington. Mm-hmm. They were just in the music store, just looking at stuff. And Fancher and them ran. They had the cassette. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, it's not. They yeah. said Wyland was a. But the other guys were no, were nice. Can't imagine. Yeah, that. and they were like just normal guys. See, that's kind of how got the deal with Scott Weiland. That's kind of how I imagine imagine Gojira is right now. Yeah, like they're just now like on that skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a really really good chance that they are at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on Saturday. If I were them, yeah, that's the end of their tour. By the way, the last date uh-huh. of their tour is on Friday. Yeah, you can't tell me that Mister Gojira. Yeah. Is not looking at his brother, Mr. Gojira. Jr. Yeah, because the two Larry. guys are brothers. The guitar is Larry and, the, and, and, and their last name's not Gojira. Go- Gojira yeah. Larry and Bono Gojira, the yeah. edge. The Gojira. You can't tell me that they're ending their tour on Friday right next to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And they're not going there the next day. Yeah. I they're mean, going there the next day. I, I would think so. So, yeah. So come to Cleveland. You can yeah. meet us and Gojira. <laughs> Have your picture taken with us, dude. We'll, we'll autograph, and it's like it, we'll autograph your slaughter T-shirt. If you come with a, if you come wearing a Kiss T-shirt, I'll autograph your Kiss T-shirt. What would you do if Gojira came up to us for autographs? If they came to our event, oh, that they, would be. What badass. if they're our French listener? I don't think that's the case. You don't think it's one no, of the Gojira guys? I don't, I don't think so. Might be the guy in Nevada. Possible, okay. <laughs> possible. But I do. I'm pretty sure. Does our French person still? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I, not this episode, not today. I haven't looked. Okay. I mean, look. Sometimes they download in the evening. Yeah. 
Someday it's they're the first one. Yeah. I'll check live. So anyway, end of October, mm-hmm. October 30th, Cleveland, Ohio. Get your bus ticket. Come on up and meet uh, Mike and meet me, Darren, the guys from Irritable Dad Syndrome. And we'll be happy to autograph anything that you uh, yep. want to have with you. French, French downloaded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And our listener in France, if you ever want to come to the United States, and, we'll, and, uh, and we'll go you- out and get some coffee. Yeah. French people love coffee. If you know or are a member of Gojira, yeah. I would like an autograph. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those weird things. Just assume. It's like I like U2 is my favorite band. And if I meet an Irish person, I'm gonna be like, what's Bono really like? Like, we don't all we, know each we other. We don't know each other. He's gonna ask me, do you know what Eddie Vedder's like? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, but I'll I kind of know what Eddie Vedder's like. I feel like we gave the world Eddie Vedder. We've talked about this before. Yeah. We were Gen X. We we mm-hmm. we gave the world Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, mm-hmm. uh, Rage, yeah. Beastie Boys. I mean, you guys are welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, they, and what'd you do with it? Uh, now that you've given us Gojira, I'm okay. We gave you Tool also. Okay. Tool falls in the Gen X. Yeah. So there's but a lot to I, live up to. I don't know. I wouldn't compare Tool to Pearl Jam. I would. Oh, I would. They're. I'm not talking. I'm yeah. not dissing their music. Oh, rock. you mean the same type of? Yeah. The. F- the I'm level talking about the fame. I'm talking about the genre. The, the genre. Le- the level of genre. accomplishments they've made. Yeah. To the world, to mm-hmm. music, to yeah. culture as we know it. Yeah. I'm not going to put Tool in the same basket as Pearl Jam. They knocked Taylor Swift off the top. Okay. A, a slight breeze can knock Taylor Swift <laughs> off of something. <laughs> what's Thank next? You. Good what's, night. what's next? Well. Uh, Charles Grodin passed away today. Uh, Charles Grodin, veteran, longtime, uh, legendary Hollywood actor. He was a comic actor. Didn't he? Didn't he do stand up at one point, or was he? I just don't a think comedic? so. Yeah. Okay. So he. Okay. Let me tell you something about my my just a, br- a couple of thoughts. Yeah. Um. So you know, we talked last week, and we've talked a few times about Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald could read the phone book, and I would laugh myself. Right. Silly. So his phone number was eight. Yeah. Eight. And then there's a zero. Yeah. So like, Charles Grodin uh-huh. is an actor. I could just see him appear on the screen, and I'm already starting to laugh. I, yeah. He hasn't even said anything. Right. And some of my favorite scenes of him, my favorite scene of all time with Charles Grodin in it is from Midnight Run, when he's ordering the coffee, yes. or he's ordering the tea. He's like, how much is the coffee? 53 cents. How much is the tea? 53 cents. And he just, there's like, it's a long time where he's just staring at the tea. Yeah. I, I cry yeah. laughing at yeah. that. Uh, well, we Dude's talked about timing this. is perfect. Yeah, uh, I know. I, but, I, yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. We can talk about it again. It's not yeah. like everyone's listened to every episode. Yeah. It was the scene in the movie where he convinces De Niro yeah. to test the bills to see which ones were counterfeit because they <laughs> yeah. had no money. Yeah. This one's bad. This yeah, is bad. bad. Yeah. And then and De Niro is like starts playing <laughs> yeah. along with it. I'm yeah. like, this is brilliant. It's absolutely And he, brilliant. he asks you, he says, are you doing the something configuration? Yeah, uh, are you doing the something configuration? Yeah, I'm doing the something configuration. Yeah, he's doing the something configuration. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh my I've god, I've got to watch that again. And he was on the. I remember being on the Muppets. Yeah, the Great and, Muppet Caper. Yes, he played the weasel. Yeah, <laughs> he played the weasel in so many movies. Yeah, he had an exclusive contract with the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Really, he was a guest on their show twice. Johnny liked him so much, yeah. he offered him. I don't know how many episodes a year to be guest on the show to just be a guest on Carson to not go on any other shows that competed yeah. with him. Now yeah. later on he would go on Letterman. 
And, you know, he wasn't for everybody. I remember Libby came down and I was watching Letterman once and Groden was on. And she's like, what is his deal? Because he was, you know, he always played the pissy old guy. And yeah. Everything Dave said rubbed him the wrong way. And he was difficult <laughs> and he was abrasive. And, you know, and Libby was like, what is going on here? Yeah. And she didn't enjoy him at all. And I'm like, it's an act. It's not like. You it's kind of like Harrison Ford kind of does a similar thing, but well, it's like much more abrasive and less comedic. I don't think Harrison Ford's abrasive. He's though. got a gruff kind of thing about him. Kind of. Yeah. I never knew Harrison Ford was funny until, I don't know, like 10. Yeah. When was I it don't know. he started getting I don't know that he's necessarily funny. Oh, I think it's just people are laughing at no, stuff Harrison that he does. Harrison Ford is hysterical. Do you think he's intentionally doing some of this stuff? Like when he yeah. when he's mad at Chewy and the thing, I, uh, I understand that. Laugh That's fuzzball. Yeah, that thing. This portion of Irritable Dead Syndrome is brought to you by Diff Liquid Concentrated Wallpaper Stripper. With its unique enzyme action, Diff dissolves old paste and cuts wallpaper removal time in half. No shit. Your time is cut in half with Diff. Hi, this is Dave Lay. You know, I've been around a long time. In my many adventures in this world, I've seen fast cars, wild bars, and women so hot they'd melt the floor under your feet. But I've never seen anything quite like the wallpaper stripping power of Diff. Oh, and did I mention that no steamer is needed? I know, it sounds too good to be true, but I'm serious as a pimp on payday. No steamer is needed when removing wallpaper with Diff. Look for Diff wherever quality wallpaper stripper is sold. Diff is the only one that really works. So you were talking about, I can't remember why you brought up Alexa before the show. Yeah. But. Oh, because you listen to the podcast through Alexa. That's right. We listen you, to like the podcast. A, like a maniac. You let it go through your entire house and, and or, or within sound, within it's in, earshot. It's in the kitchen. Well, that for me is like the entire house. <laughs> well, yeah. Our, my house is comprised of the kitchen, the room you're in, uh-huh. and a bathroom. I don't even know what's in the rest of the house. Well, here lately, our Alexa is not listening to us very well. Okay. So, uh, for example, like the other day, I would say, um, Alexa, play Ramblin' Gamblin' Man by Bob Seger. And Alexa would say, The Gambler by Kenny Rogers on Amazon Music. And then she kicks into, on a warm summer's evening. And you're like, Alexa, stop. <laughs> on a train bound from nowhere. Alexa, stop. I met up with the game. Alexa, stop! <laughs> and it's, it's like it's like a bad dog. Yeah. It's like, get off of the couch. <laughs> and I have had to walk over and stand directly over Alexa. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> she won't listen. Yeah. Yeah. What's what am I supposed to do? I don't know. The Google lady. Well, our ours. Uh, I don't know if you've. I think you've noticed it because, I like weird things. I do weird things, mm-hmm. and you've no. kind of you've kind of gotten used to them now, so they don't seem to phase you that much. But I call we call our dog Booba, and you call your youngest son. Booba. I call my youngest son Booba, and you call your oldest son Booba. I call my I call my oldest you know, son. Your oldest son's buddy. Yeah. Well, I call him Booba now too, <laughs> and I call best Booba. <laughs> So you call everybody in the I house. called you Booba one of these times. You came down here and said, "Hey Booba." I call. I think it's. What did I, you call me when I walked down here tonight? Sweet or something? Probably. <laughs> I think Booba is. Hey, honeylicious. I think Booba is a hilarious word, uh-huh. but so we're a Google family, so we have like the Google Nest. We're a Google family. Yeah. So if I say, "Hey Booba," Google pops into that conversation. 
how can I help you? And it's just randomly. And I'll say goodnight. Like, I'll say, like, uh-huh. Andrew will be laying on the couch, and I'm going to go to bed, and he's going to stay up. I'll say, night, night, booba. And it's just say, goodnight. You know, and it's like, it scares the hell out of everybody. It's like a ghost just popped up. It's like Beetlejuice, you know, like when the family, it was just randomly, Beetlejuice was randomly uh-huh. douche. Right. That's what it's like with, with uh, the Google yeah. lady. She didn't even have it. It's like the Google assistant. Like Alexa, at least Alexa has a name. Uh-huh. Siri has a name. It's just the Google lady. I don't know what her name is. Well, it's just, hey, she, Google. Yeah, but but she answers to Booba. Okay. So now she's Booba. Everybody's Booba in this family. That's crazy. Why don't you give them different nicknames? I mean, Bess was Old Bessie. She still is Old Bessie. <laughs> you call her. You do not call old her. Old Bessie. You do not call her Old, old Bessie. Be- no, not Old Bessie. Uh-huh. Like Irish. Uh-huh. O apostrophe Bessie. Oh. Oh. And I am. Oh well, that's better. Oh, not old. Old Bessie. Old Bessie. That's. <laughs> and I like O oh, apostrophe Mikey. Oh, that's me. Oh, laddie. Oh, laddie. Yeah, it's Irish because it's like the the U two thing. We're uh-huh. Irish. It's a good. We're weird <laughs> people. You should know we're weird people by now. I do know that you're weird. Andrew. Uh, he's gonna if he ever listens this long after I'm dead. This uh-huh. is gonna be the episode where his face goes red. Say like, I can't. He believe. doesn't listen to the show. I can't. No. He hasn't listened to any episodes? Why would... No. No. Okay. He wouldn't, no. He, we call him Andu. <laughs> Andu. Yeah. And Charlie is Chardo. <laughs> we don't... No one in this family has called their name. Uh-huh. Dakota's Booba. We got Booba, Chardo, Andu, Obezi, and old Mikey. Okay. When Jacob... And we're all Booba. ...was little, yeah. he was monkey. <laughs> and when Cameron was little, Biscuit. So we called him monkey <laughs> and biscuit. Okay, but that was when yeah. they like they were like five between yeah. five and ten. Yeah, we occasionally call him monkey mm-hmm. and biscuit, and they still answer to it. But mm-hmm. when they were babies, yeah, the four and well, they were sticky and bumpy. That's what we called the kids when they were babies. Yeah, and we would ask people, "Can you watch Sticky and Bumpy for us tonight? We're going to go to the movies." And they're like, "Oh yeah, okay." And our yeah. friends knew which one was sticky, which one was bumpy. Okay. And Libby's like, "Well, what?" A-? And I told Libby when yeah. she was pregnant, yeah, that this is if we have two kids, they're going to be nicknamed Sticky and Bumpy. Okay. And she says, "What if they're girls?" I'm like, what if they're girls? It doesn't matter. Sticky and bumpy. Yeah. You can have a bumpy girl or yeah, a bumpy or, boy. Exactly. You could exactly. have a sticky girl or a sticky boy. Exactly. Doesn't matter. But anyway, so anymore, yeah. we still occasionally call the boys monkey and biscuit. Well, my story goes deeper. Okay. Where, so, do, you, where do you get booba? Where does any of my crap come from? I know, but you had to. No. Did, did you fall down the steps and you're like, ah, oh, booba? Hey, hey, no, hey. No, no, no. Booba. Booba. So here's the thing. If if Andrew happens to be up there uh-huh. when when we're done with this and you're leaving, watch because he can't resist. Uh-huh. He can't resist. If I go, he'll go, we do that. What is that? Is that from something? Booba. No, it's just we we generate weird crap here. Well, see, I thought I was the only. We're just a whirlwind of. Yeah. Of stuff. I thought our family was the only one that had no. like weird no. trends. We, one thing we did for a long time that we kind of stopped doing, but we're getting back into it now because I, I just got a new griddle, is making pancakes in on Saturday morning and then like playing music that both gets everybody happy and annoys everyone. So I'll do right. like uh, something like that Bess likes and then all of a sudden Gojira will pop in. 
and right. then something else, and then I'm singing along to all of it. Mm-hmm. We do the end video game music, and it take I spend like an hour and a half making pancakes. It takes ten minutes to make pancakes. I spend all morning. <laughs> it's a whole production. I can understand. I can eat my weight in pancakes. Yeah, that's like a bad. weakness. Of and me. every do you put it- single time? Listen uh-huh. to me. Every single time. I always get one of those little half stick of butters, mm-hmm. and I put them on a plate. I'm the only one that eats butter on the pancakes, but I still get a half a stick of butter. Uh-huh. And every single time I do that, I think of Cameron. Cameron eating the I butter. I think he would probably take that whole thing, like a half stick. He could probably take a half stick like nobody's oh, yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you new to the show, years ago, Cameron had a sleepover here at Mike's house because Cameron, my youngest son, is friends with Mike's oldest son, Andrew. So Cameron was having a sleepover, and that morning Mike was making breakfast, and Cameron reached over, grabbed a stick of butter, and took a giant freaking bite out of the butter. And Mike had no idea what to do or say about well, it. Well, he with the way he gripped the butter, uh-huh. he, he bit into it. And he and made he eye looked, contact. He made eye contact. He looked at me like an apex predator, right? And like, bit like, into like, it. What are you going to do about and it? And started chewing the butter. And uh-huh. there was there was a communication there. <laughs> There was a communication. He yeah. at least he said, yeah. "I own you." Yeah, I I own you. He was communicating to me that a man or child that can do this can do anything, and I better sleep with one and, eye open. And I think he proved his he point. Did. Yeah, he did. I was ready to just give him the keys to the car and just walk, just walk away, well, the, walk down the street. The thing is, you know, that was months after I can't remember when the sleepover was, but there was a Christmas time. Where Libby and the boys were making homemade Christmas cookies. Yeah. And she got out the stick of butter. And the boys asked, what does butter taste like? And can I have a bite? And can I eat some butter, Mom? And they were just curious. Yeah. And they wouldn't stop asking. So finally, I was like, fine. And so she cuts off a sliver for each of them. Here, have your Christmas butter. And then they ate it. (laughs) And now, every Christmas... Yeah, it's Christmas butter. And it's like, come on, boys. Come downstairs. Get your Christmas butter. And they will run down the stairs. Wow. To eat... A, a a square of butter. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, my wife is awesome. Yeah. She lets him eat butter. Yeah. Yeah. This portion of Irritable Dead Syndrome is brought to you by Diff Liquid Concentrated Wallpaper Stripper. With its unique enzyme action, Diff dissolves old paste and cuts wallpaper removal time in half. Diff is fast and easy, just like my high school girlfriend. And no steamer is needed. Now, I know you're sitting there saying, Dave, that's bullshit. But I'm serious. No steamer is needed when removing wallpaper with Diff. Diff is the only one that really works. Look for Diff wherever quality wallpaper stripper is sold. One of the many things we've talked about on this podcast is yeah. people who can't pronounce my name, people who can't spell my name. I still don't get I really don't get that. They, I've that's... been called Derek, Daryl, Dwayne, Damon, Damien. Uh, the best one was Darfin. Yeah. True story uh-huh. at Spectrum. Has anyone ever called you Booba? No, okay. not yet. All right. Um, so there's people who constantly can't remember or say or spell my name. Well, years ago, I worked at a TV station in Cincinnati. Okay. When I first moved here, this was in 2000. And the secretary there didn't even know my name. She had no idea who I was. Yeah. And Libby would call the station uh-huh. And she would say, hi, I need to speak with Darren Cox. Uh-huh. And the lady who answered said, there's no Darren Cox who works here. And she would hang up on her. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Libby would have to call somebody else. Uh-huh. She would either call my friend Mark Thurkill, or she would call Larry Hanley, uh-huh. or one of those guys. Yeah. And so, she, can I speak to Mark, please? Sure. She would transfer him to production. And she's like, hi, Mark, it's Libby. Is Darren there? He's like, yeah, hold on a second. Darren, Libby's on the phone, you know. And then, and she had to always do that. This was before cell phones, before we had a cell phone. So anytime she wanted to call me, she had to ask for somebody else so that I could get the ding-dang phone. Hmm. Well, this went on for months. Okay. There was one day I was downstairs talking to my friend Henry, and he had edited some uh, commercials. I was going upstairs, and Henry says, hey, Darren, will you... Take these up to the front desk for me, please. I'm like, sure. So I go up uh, with these tapes, and I go up to the front desk, and the secretary is there, and I'm not going to mention her name. Okay. And and I said, um, Henry asked if I would drop off these tapes, and so I'm just going to set them right here. Yeah. Thanks. And I'm walking off, and she snaps her fingers. She goes, mm-mm, come here, come here. And she brings out this folder. Okay. Or a, a, a clipboard with yeah. a, a sheet. She goes, now listen. I'm going to show you how to do this. And the next time you come up here with tapes, I don't want to have to explain this to you again. Okay. When someone comes up with tapes, you need to write who's getting. And I stopped her. I said, what's my name? (laughs) And she says, excuse me. I said, what's my name? (laughs) I have worked here over a year and a half. Yeah. And you don't know my name. You're the secretary and you have no idea who I am. Every time my wife calls, you tell her that there's no one here that works here by that name. And she has to call and ask for Mark for what's my name? And yeah. so she she didn't know. I said, yeah. My name is Darren. Yeah. Now the next time I come up here, I don't want to have to tell you that. <laughs> and I walked out. Yeah. You know, I was so I was so oh, and, and, man. and I didn't I didn't I didn't fill out the form. <laughs> You know what? Let her do it. The only and thing I was so proud of myself. Yeah, the only thing that would have made that better is uh-huh. if you'd had a stick of butter with yeah, you at that moment and just <laughs> bitten off a big hunk of it. <laughs> what do you think about that? So yeah, good times. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I want to I want to talk about something. Um, I want to talk about pandemic positives. What yeah. I'm calling positive aspects of the pandemic. Sure. Some would say the pandemic has been a bad thing, and it has a very it has. bad. It's it an has awful for, thing for a lot of people. But yes, it has. It is. But but some positives have come from it. So the first one that I thought of, and I thought of it today, is I don't have to talk to anybody at Chipotle <laughs> or Jersey Mike's ever again. Uh huh. Okay. So. Early on in our in our history, and I will spare anyone, if you're hearing, oh, we talked about this in a previous episode, in a classic episode, we did, but don't go back and listen to it, because it was like the first or second episode, and I'm afraid if you go back and listen to that, you'll never hear us again, because yeah. you'll, you'll just... you'll. Part you'll, of me thinks we should take those episodes and put them in a vault. Never. And then five years later, unlock the vault, <laughs> and, and, and then there will be people who want to hear them. Yeah. Chipotle in the previous story, I was talking about how the, the burrito goes down the line before you go down the line, and then you're yelling what yes. kind of meat you want. Yeah, and I, th- I, I, think I need the expression this. was you don't like to chase the meat. I don't like to chase the meat because I don't. I want to take a look at the meat. <laughs> I want to see how well the steak has been cooked before I say yes, put that steak on there. Yeah, I want to see whether the dude burnt the chicken before I say put the chicken on there. Because right. if either of those are screwed up, I'll go barbacoa. Haven't gone barbacoa in years, but I'm not opposed to go barbacoa. I don't know what barbacoa is. Was it's he like on a Welcome sh- Back, Carter? Like- <laughs> Vinny Barbacoa? It's Conan, Conan the Barbacoa. Uh, ah. If I'll go that direction, if I have to. Uh-huh. 
with the whole online thing, I don't have to do any of that. I just tap it. They have a little shelf there, the little I don't want to talk to anybody or see any other humans shelf. Right. I go in, I look for my name, I grab the bag, and I leave. Okay, so when you go to the store to your Chipotle, yeah. you don't like doing that because you can't watch them put the stuff on it. But you like just tapping the screen and yeah. going and then just magically picking it up. Yeah. Really, really. I mean, at least when you go, you kind of yeah. have a shot of seeing what they put on there. I don't want to watch. I don't want to interact with them at all. Okay. I don't have any interaction with a human that's touching my food. I don't want to see what they look like. Right. I don't want to have to look at them and think, uh, oh, my God, they're going to touch their mask and then they're going to touch the food, which has happened. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's happening. I, I, I'm not an idiot. Contrary to popular okay. belief, I know that robots aren't making my food. I know it's the same <laughs> damn line. It's the same people. <laughs> but in my mind, that burrito was made burrito. by R2-D2 and C-3PO, uh-huh. and, and no human ever touched that. And I just go in, I grab my bag, and I have to talk to anybody. Jersey Mike's is even better because uh-huh. I love Jersey Mike's. And I don't want to get into a debate about Jersey Mike's because I know you're not a huge fan, but I love it. It's it's like a treat. If I've had a really bad day, I go get Jersey Mike's. I'm good for the rest of the day. But mm-hmm. I hate ordering from Jersey Mike's because every right. Jersey Mike's I've ever gone to, and I'm I'm thinking they're trained like this. They've got to ask you about your day and how's work going. And boy, what sounds good today? But that's just and this whole fodder thing, for the podcast. I don't. It is, but I don't care that much about this podcast to have to talk to another human being. <laughs> You know, Jersey Mike's, okay. all right? Okay. I draw the line somewhere. Yeah. So there, it's wonderful mm-hmm. because none of that's there. It's there, and and they get it there. Just uh, Chipotle is not that good about always having it on the shelf ready to go. Sometimes they get backed up. Sometimes mm-hmm. some jackass orders catering from Chipotle, which I, didn't, I don't know if you knew they had that, but they'll have like boxes and boxes of burritos to make, and they don't have your order ready yet. Jersey Mike's, I can even go in before the time it tells me to show up, it's right there. Get it and get out. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah. So that's one positive from the pandemic. I hope that stays around. I right. want those shelves to remain, and I want the apps to remain. So we were having um, Penn Station. Uh-huh. I love Penn Station. I'm not a Penn Station fan. Okay. I absolutely love Penn Station. Yeah. So I can I can respect that. Libby and I ordered decided to order a couple Penn Station sandwiches for lunch. Mm-hmm. I called ahead, and I went in there to uh, get it. And I walked in, and the lady at the register was having a hard time. You could tell that something was not right with either her world, the register, both. I don't know. And she had this look on her face like, this is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. She's yeah. no, no, yeah. no. You know, it's like somebody's knocking from an outside of a submarine. Exa- exactly. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> the, the sound effects are the Foley work on this show. Wow. And so and, – and I'm standing right in front of her, mm-hmm. and I thought, she has to see me. Yeah. And I'm nice, mm-hmm. and I could have said <clears> – <throat> or, hi, I'm yeah. here to pick up my sandwich, but I'm letting her – because the look on her face, she clearly was – had to fix this. So yeah. I'm just going to let her – Yeah. And then – You want to see her – you want her to discover it on her own. Yeah. 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 Witness that discovery. Like, oh, man. Exactly. Okay. I'm not, I don't know. It's like, I know that there's a point where you can come and say, excuse me, I've been waiting for my sandwich for yeah. a couple minutes now. I don't want to be a jerk. 
Yeah. Well, I was fine until the person next to me who came in after me got his order. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm I was like There's a stage called Where's My <laughs> Sandwich? Right. And you edged closer to that. Well, she looks up and I said, Order for Mike. Yeah. Um, and she goes, Oh, I didn't see you there. And the woman <laughs> next to her, she goes, He's been standing there for five minutes. <laughs> she's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Gosh. So, yeah. I don't know. But one of the positives well, from the pandemic okay. is I've been able to go and pick up my kid at school every day. Okay. Almost every day. Okay. I've been able to. And he doesn't drive yet. Yeah. He's going to get his license soon, and next year he'll be yeah. able to drive himself to and from school. And you'll never so, see him again. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we don't see him much now. Yeah. Because he's, you know, doing homework in his room. Yeah. But- I was thinking, it's like with everything that's gone wrong, mm-hmm. that was one of the things that I can say was good because yeah, I, good I had the opportunity to work from home and I got to go every day at 2.15 and pick him up and yeah. bring him home. Yep. And I'm going to miss that. That's awesome. I've actually enjoyed working from home. Okay. I was afraid Libby was going to kill me. Yeah. You know, when they said, Darren, you're going to be working from home for a couple months or however long, I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't, don't make me do that. I don't want to do it. My family doesn't want me to do it. You know, it's like, no, Libby's going to find out that I tapped the desk. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and sure enough, within like three days of me working at home, Libby was in the living room and I'm in the dining room. She's like, boy, you know, you talk to yourself a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. So, and, but I know. learned to edit because I edit commercials. Uh-huh. I learned to edit with headphones so yeah. I don't drive her crazy. But she and I have gotten along great. That's awesome. Yeah. Very so cool. another positive, another mm-hmm. pandemic positive is no spit on the birthday cakes. When people blow, <laughs> it's actually kind of ruined birthdays. Now right. that people are starting to take their masks off. Right. I never... I, I don't know what it is in my... It's kind of the same thing with uh, me not being able to handle milk because it came from a cow's udder, but I have no problem with ice cream, even though they come from the same place. Same place. The same thing with, with birthday cake. Mm-hmm. I love cake. It, oh, yeah. Me too. If, you know, if you're in the woods and you see a baby bear, you don't go anywhere near the baby bear because the mom will murder you. Right. If you, I can't wait to see you tie if this you're, into cake. If you're near me uh-huh. and you see cake and okay. you're in between me and the cake, oh, yes. damn near the same thing. Did you have any cake at the party this weekend? I did. Okay. I had cake. Yeah. Oh, I good. had some cake. Yeah. Now it's a little bit tainted because mm-hmm. when I first had, when I had my birthday in 2020, I thought it was funny mm-hmm. that I blew out the candles with my hand. I just whooshed right. over them. Right. And it dawned on me at that moment for years. I've been just accepting that some jackhole is blowing out their spit and their whatever's in them all over this cake, and then I'm happily eating it. I'm going to continue to do that. <laughs> but I think it's a positive. But, but you're going to continue eating cake knowing that somebody spit on this cake. Yeah, my love for cake goes deep. Yeah. So I can't, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to let it go. And the final, the final thing that I want to say okay. as, a, as a positive is Facebook pruning. Right. A lot of people have let their Facebook um, get unkempt, okay. uh, and they need to smooth the edges of their Facebook. Give their Facebook a bikini wax, as uh-huh. it were, to remove some 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 things. Yes, uh, some people that probably don't that you don't need to be friends with. I I, I think I was telling you before the episode. It's like the uh, Captain America serum. You know, Captain America had a really good heart. 
Right. Uh, and then when he took the serum, he became freaking Captain America. Yeah. And he's like, awesome. Yeah. But then Red Skull was kind of an evil dude and took the serum and ended up with a freaking Red Skull. Okay. Right. I think the pandemic kind of did that to people. It brought out their personalities. I think nice people became much nice. nicer. Right. And I think <laughs> not totally. <laughs> Yeah, and it became obvious. Like you, you, I, in 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 my experience, I unfollowed so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that uh, unfollow? Unfollow is the one where you kind of snooze them. Unfriend is where it's like right. The axe is coming down. Mm-hmm. But you know, unfollowed, and just recently, I refollowed a lot of them back, and it's like, yep, I see why I unfollowed you, and they went right back on there. So it's given people an opportunity to kind of see. Uh, not necessarily. I, I'm I'm not a fan of like only surrounding my, myself with people I agree with and, and creating an echo chamber. Right. But I am a fan of removing toxic people from my life. Right. And I think this has given people an opportunity. It's kind of like a. It's like the um, luminol in the in the shows when and they they show it going over a hotel thing and you didn't realize all the blood <laughs> and semen was on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> then you see it, you're like, oh my God, ah, we need wow. to quit going to Motel 6s. Yeah. You know. Right. Kind of the... I got to... <laughs> How many Hotel 6s have you been to? You know they leave the light on for you. <laughs> they, yeah. They yeah. do. Not the black light. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> well, you mentioned Captain America. Yeah. And my oldest son, Jacob, had a good question. <clears throat> a really good question. Yeah. So we were watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was amazing. And if you have Disney+, Plus. And you haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet. The hell are you, you paying gotta, for? Winter? Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it. It was so good, and it was like two thousand times better than uh, 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 Scarlet Witch and the the. I haven't watched that yet. Wanda Wandavision. Wandavision. Yeah, yeah. That one was weird. I, I it was just, so weird. But anyway, the Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier is fantastic, and dudes out there, uh, Falcon, learning how to throw the shield and yeah. catch the shield. Yeah. And Jacob and Cameron both are like, how's the thing bouncing off of a tree? Wouldn't it just knock the tree down? Yeah. You'd think well, it it's, would. it's vibranium. So, yeah. That's the answer. It echoes. It bounces, right? Does <clears throat> yeah. it bounce? I, it's, vibranium. it's vibranium. That's what <laughs> happens to vibranium. <laughs> you throw it against a tree, it, it comes back it, to you. Yeah. It gives it the uh, boomerang it, quality. You throw it. Uh-huh. And it kills or seriously maims whatever you threw it at and then it comes back to you with the same force yes somehow you catch it on your forearm and elbow right and 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 other it's curved other people that you able to catch yes and other people that you throw it at are unable to do that right because it's vibranium vibranium right so jacob's question was sometimes the shield falls on the ground yeah and captain america goes and kicks it and it comes back catches it yeah okay that makes sense if the shield falls on the curved side down yeah so what happens if the shield falls hollow side down you just leave it (laughs) he's like you can't even get your fingers around the side to to pick it up that's yeah and that's brilliant we were were laughing out loud at the breakfast table imagine captain was like hey hold on a second yeah. Trying to pick up the shield. It's 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 one of when those they go things. And they kick it. Wing. We we talked about you know the the joke that's just kind of been sitting there forever waiting for the picking. So what were there twenty three, twenty four Marvel movies? Yeah. Captain America was in the fourth one. I think the fourth or fifth one, and he was doing it then. He was flipping it up from the beginning. Yeah. 
like that. And that's kind of always, it's like a little itch in the back of your brain. Ah, no, no. So because okay, anybody well, that's been around for a while, you've dropped a plate on the ground and thank God it didn't shatter, but it fell like cup down. You get to the point where you just want to leave it there. Now you got me curious. It was Iron Man, Hulk. Yeah. Is it Iron Man 2? Iron, Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor. And then Captain America. And then Captain America. Okay. And then Avengers. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then Iron Man 3. So. And then Thor 2. And then <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Doctor uh, Strange. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I cannot wait until the new Marvel movies come out. Oh, my gosh. Because they showed that trailer. That trailer. For, they for should. The, for the uh, phase four. Phase four. Phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. looks so badass. Yeah. You know, and uh, I have we did we figure out, are we going to go see... Yes, we are going to Black, go see Black Widow in the theater, or because uh, it's coming out in the theater and on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. And uh, our friends Ann and Dave invited everybody, but I don't yeah. know if they invited us to their house or to see it in the theater. And that's something I I'm going to figure out. I think they invited us to their house. Okay, I, I don't know. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Regardless, I may see it multiple times. I Black Widow is one that I like. As one of the you know the offshoot heroes or whatever, well, there, she she and Hawkeye right uh, became like major major well circle points. They were the one of the original six Avengers. Yeah. Now I don't know if they were in the comic books. Did yeah, you I read the I comics? I didn't read the comic. Book. I tried to yeah. after I I got like a subscription to Marvel Unlimited and I got like one or two comics in. Okay. They it's a lot different. Like I I looked at Guardians of the Galaxy. Like uh, what's his face. Uh, uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane or whatever the, Don't the you main tell me you <laughs> uh, what's his name? Peter Quill. Peter Quill is not the, is not Star Lord, is not the main guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's um not a tray you, but the blue guy with the whistly thing. He's the oh. hero. That guy is like the hero of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh really? And Ant Man, it's Hank Pym, it's the Michael Douglas guy. So okay. they they're kind of offshoot. They're like That's you know, weird. It, it is it, it's yeah. odd. Yeah. Uh the first the Captain America issue one the cover of it has him punching Hitler. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, I'm amazed oh, that Captain that, America hates Hitler. I know, but I'm amazed that that comic book went anywhere. I mean, where do you go after you punch Hitler? You go and pick up your prize. <laughs> and you, they give you a gold watch and a jacket yeah. and a lifetime membership at the Moose Lodge. But, but now, now, free beer the rest of your life. Now, you and Jacob have given me reason to go back and read all the old Captain Americas because one thing about books I know we've talked about not you know caring whether the book or anything if you see the movie who cares if the book's better but one right. thing about books and about comic books that the movies and things are based on is in the book or the comic book you have more opportunity to explore different ideas there has got to be at least a panel or a page somewhere in Captain America's history where he dropped it the wrong side down. It's like, how the hell am I going to get this freaking yeah. thing back up? Yeah. And, and some explanation was given. Silver Surfer came in and said, this is how you do it, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> and it's done. Silver Surfer, now he was in the Fantastic Four. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. What did he do besides, he just surfed. He, just, he was on a surfboard. He just yeah. Which I kind of thought was what they based Frozone so off those, of in That's kind of like in the golden age of comic books when it was just, hey, we could put color and pictures on paper and sell it to people. Yeah. And nobody really cared what was there. <laughs> it's like the golden age of movies. Like the first movies is a guy like 
whistling or uh-huh. standing next to a horse and, and doing a jig. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, it's moving. And nobody <laughs> gave it. And then there's, there's a story. someone in the, in the corner with the piano. <laughs> and then the little, the title card comes down yeah. and says, Jethro can't stand it when you chew your gum like that. Ooh. And he just and looks dude's mad. like yeah. smacking his ass trying to get the fire off of his butt. And they've got yeah. the white powder on their faces yeah. and it's all just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Where you're going, but I'm just riding I'm along. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Things were a lot more loose back then about what would make it into print and what would make it onto the screen. Right. We interrupt our show for a special announcement. Congratulations to Jason Durbin, Irritable Dad Syndrome's Listener of the Month. This has been a special announcement. I want to talk about The Matrix, and not in the way that you think. I don't want to talk about Keanu Reeves. Okay. But I remember when The Matrix came out, that kind of blew people's minds. Uh, And then, you know, this is when the internet was, like, kind of in in its infancy, infancy, as it were. I think was Netscape Navigator Navigator (laughs) still being used. You remember that with the freaking thing? Dial up. Dial up. Yeah, with the the weird captain's wheel thing, and you'd hit it, and you'd wait for, like, three hours for a picture of a flower to show up or whatever the hell you were, right. why you're looking at flowers for. Right. But I remember, um, because you a lot of people, Daisy instead this of is, Daisy this too. is like the beginning of people, uh, Oh, everybody's knowing about this forever. You know, the internet, the beginning, the infancy of the internet troll. Mm-hmm. So I, the matrix blew my mind. I'll admit it. I was like, that's really cool thing. And then I look on message boards. It's like, they're just copying the thing from the third anime from something from 1980. And I'm like, okay, some Mm -hmm. guy did an anime about it in the eighties. It doesn't take away from how cool this is. Right. You know, it's just something. I was like, ah, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah. When I, there's something that I like, you know, and And you know what? I have been guilty of doing that before. I have too. Like they put out, remember Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Oh my God, that yeah. was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. And I remember when it came out, and I was thinking, aren't there enough bad guys in the comic book world for them to fight other bad guys? Yeah. Why do they constantly have to put the superheroes fighting each other? Okay. Yeah. And then, shortly after that, I don't remember how long, when Civil War came out, I'm uh-huh. like, oh God, now they're doing it too. Iron Man versus Captain America. Yeah. You know they can't. So I judged it. I judged it by its cover. it, yeah. And I was like, it looks stupid, and I'm not going to see it, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've never been more wrong in my life mm-hmm. about Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. What an amazing movie. Yeah. And that made sense why they were fighting each other. They weren't like trying to kill each other. One was trying to yeah. stop the other from doing yeah. the thing. I agree. This, yeah. yeah. So uh, Civil War was awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. Batman versus Superman. <clears throat> horrible. Well, hold on. Um I came. I saw Civil War before I saw Iron Man two or three, uh, and before seeing Winter Soldier all the way through. And there's a lot of context in those movies as to why yeah. Captain America has is tired of Iron Man, yeah, and Iron Man is tired of Captain America, yeah, and they're gonna fight, yeah. Like if you watch that movie after seeing those movies, it's like, come on, you pick a side and you're like, come on, man, you know. Yeah. You don't have to do what they're saying. You need to go your own way. And it's awesome that Captain America is the guy that's going to go his own way. Mm -hmm. And Iron Man, the guy that every time he puts on his suit, ACDC starts playing. He's the one that wants to follow the rule. It's just perfect. I would have thought Captain America would have followed the rule. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's right. what I'm saying. So they set that up perfectly. They screwed up. Ba- Batman versus Superman. Now I'm going to sound like one of these guys, but I don't care. Um, and I, I'm not a big comic book guy. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief after hearing us talk about it so much on the on the thing. But the, the, the cool thing about Batman versus Superman is answering the question, Superman is basically a god. What happens if he decides he's sick of us? Mm-hmm. And there's there's like alternate universes in the DC thing where Superman turns evil and it's like nobody can stop him. And Batman's one of the ones that finds a way to do things. And it kind of explores that. But they didn't set it up at all. Right. At all. All they did in the movies was it was just uh, I think you see uh, uh, Ben Affleck get mad that a building falls down. <laughs> And then, and then, uh, so Superman's bad. just kind of a kind of a penis at the beginning of that movie. He's kind of getting a little cocky, right? You know, and it's like, okay, so he's a little cocky, and Ben Affleck's a little miffed that a building almost fell down on a little girl. So now he's going to kill Superman. Uh-huh. And then you got whatever the guy's name is that did Lex Luthor. That I My, mean, I Michael kept Sarah. No, no, no. The other guy was in uh, Social Network. No, I kept I kept waiting for Gene Hackman to come in and backhand. I thought him. it was Michael. It was Michael. No, no, not Michael, no, 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 not the other Michael guy, Sarah. The guy. Yeah, you know what guy, I'm talking the about. The guy who played him. Yeah, that yeah, guy. That guy. I kept waiting for Gene Hackman to come in and say, "That's not how you do freaking Lex Luthor." Even yeah. what was the guy? Kevin that, Spacey was a better Lex Luthor. He was, and if he hadn't had his little thing, he probably would have been playing Continued him in that to be movie. Lex Luthor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that the opening the opening of what movie was that? Uh oh, uh Man of Steel. No, not Man of Steel. Uh Superman Returns. Yeah. The opening of that with Kevin Spacey, I mean, he nails the Lex Luthor thing where yeah. you know he, he steals the money from the lady mm-hmm. and just walks. I mean, he that's was just perfect. On Letterman talking about how he actually shaved <clears throat> his head. And Gene Hackman never shaved his head. Yeah. <laughs> so that made him better than Gene Hackman. I, it's it's and like Gene Hackman's better now. <laughs> yeah. Than Kevin Spacey. But it's like it what it was like the guy in the Batman, the original Adam West Batman uh, that wouldn't shave off the guy that played the Joker yeah. that would not Cesar shave Romero. Cesar Romero wouldn't yeah. shave his mustache and just it just looked perfect yeah. for that show it's like <laughs> you know what this is what we're doing and we don't care this awkward pause is brought to you by apples that's right sweet delicious apples at irritable dad syndrome we know that there are dozens of apples to choose from so ask your local produce department employee which apples are right for you Apples. Enjoy one today. Mmm. Apple-y. I, I mentioned something that my oldest son said, and out of fairness, I need to mention something that my youngest son has been wanting me to talk about on the podcast for weeks. He thinks uh, professional wrestling looks like a competitive making out. <laughs> <sighs> it's like, okay, Cameron, I'll bring it up. We'll see how far we yeah. go with the conversation. Yeah. Mike? <laughs> It does. Your thoughts? I've always felt very (laughs) uncomfortable watching wrestling. Outside of Hulk Hogan uh-huh. and that style, like Andre the Giant, that right. stuff, yeah. that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I know that's fake. And and back in the eighties, if it's, you said that's fake, somebody would be like, "It's your, real," you know. It, it like yeah. flipped. Yeah. Um. But like real wrestling, like when you go, like uh, I don't. It's yeah. something I don't know. I, I, so you yeah. need to wash your hands after that. <laughs> I told you. You're gonna you have know, a real. I, I wrestled in high school and I had one win. One. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't like that at all. I have more Emmy awards than I had <laughs> wins in high school. <laughs> By the way, speaking of wrestling yeah. and speaking of Marvel, uh-huh. uh, Chris Hemsworth is playing Hulk Hogan in the Hulk Hogan biopic. No Did you know way. that? No. Oh, I don't know if this is just some meme that got me. Uh-huh. I, I, I saw it on Facebook. It must be real. Well, well, but it showed, yeah. a, it showed a picture of Hemsworth 
And he basically looks like, you remember the first Thor movie where they frosted his eyebrows? That's part, That almost turned me off from the Marvel Universe from the beginning. Uh-huh. Thor, go back and watch the first Thor movie. He has blonde hair and he has big, bushy, blonde eyebrows and looks like a gimp. Sorry. <laughs> we need to that get a the, different table that, that the, doesn't echo. It was the submarine door yeah. closing on the on the podcast. But yeah, there's a picture of him with the uh with the classic uh Hulk Hogan handlebar um gold mustache thing uh-huh. going on. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I went to Kroger today and I saw something that's on sale there. It's apple cider vinegar gummies. And the, the, the if, you thought they could never screw up gummies, uh, but well, here I, we go. You know, yeah. and it says underneath that, finally, a delicious way to take apple cider vinegar. And I'm like, <laughs> finally? <laughs> Who's been asking for apple cider vinegar gummies? No, no. I have never once in my life heard anybody go, God, if I just had this in a gummy. Yeah. I would have a couple of years ago when yeah. I, I told you I like I shocked you. I, I said I made a concoction of apple cider vinegar, red pepper, and something else. Was and it, it was horrifying. Was it like a homemade cough syrup? No, no. It was supposed to raise your cure? It was supposed to raise your metabolism uh-huh. so that you would quit being fat, but it didn't yeah. work for me. Yeah. So, and now, and we still have it up there if you want to take a good whiff before I'm good. you go. It's awful. I'm good. Anyway, and they also sell this product called, and I'm going to uh, potentially reach out to this company and see if they want to be a sponsor for our podcast. But uh, Love Corn. <laughs> Kids love it. So does dad. Mom obsessed. Five stars. Love Corn. See. It's a, uh, it's a snack. It's crunchy corn with sunflower oil and sea salt. And the question is, how do you crunch? But love should not be in any food's name. Love ever. corn. That's ridiculous. Love corn. When I saw the rundown, when you had love corn in there, I was hoping that you were going to talk about how much you love corn. <laughs> and in my mind, the worst possible that, that's thing. That's a whole podcast. Yeah, the worst possible thing you could have said was that this is something, a product called love corn. Uh-huh. And here you sit here in my basement yeah. telling me that you're talking about a product <laughs> called love corn. It sounds almost like it would be said on TV and, and live TV, and the producers would be looking at each other. Should we? Do we need to be ready to dump this? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it, it sounds like a fake product that would sponsor this podcast. Yeah, brought to you by Love Corn. So now we've got we we've got popcorn. Uh-huh. We've got candy corn. Yeah, and now we've got Love Corn. Yeah, candy corn. I like to eat uh, on the cob. <laughs> Huh? Candy corn huh? is candy corn is basically they took uh, expired marshmallows and dipped them in uh, candle wax. wax. Yeah, candle wax, exactly. Yeah. You know, every Halloween, yeah. the debate yeah. comes out about people who there's no middle ground. You either hate candy corn, yeah. or you love candy corn. Yeah, and uh, I'll eat it. But somebody suggested last year, and here I am. I'm 50 years old now. Yeah. I never knew that people did this. You eat your candy corn with salted peanuts. And it tastes like you're eating a payday candy bar. Now I love payday. Oh candy my bar. god! Yeah, and I'm like, by Dude. God, I know what I'm doing in October, right before <clears throat> Halloween, when we're in Cleveland. You just we have guaranteed our Dad syndrome event. You just guaranteed I'll hit 300 pounds by the end of this yes. year. Salted peanuts because and candy corn because you can you can adjust how much corn versus peanut you get. Yes. you can't do that with the payday. No, you cannot. The the the. It's, it's set. The ratio is ratio, set. Ratio, yeah. But if you've got candy corn and you've got peanuts, you've got the power. Exactly. As He-Man said. <laughs> I have the power <laughs> to rationalize 
how much I eat. Wow. Yeah, I know. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Love Corn. Made from three simple ingredients, crunchy corn, sunflower oil, and sea salt. Love Corn is the perfect party snack for you people who are always on the go. How do you crunch? With Love Corn. That's how. Kids love it. So does Dad. And Mom is obsessed with Love Corn. Look for Love Corn wherever quality snacks are sold. Well, today I asked people on Facebook if they've uh, listened to the podcast to leave us a review, and we would read uh, some reviews uh, live on the podcast. Well, not live, but we would read them on the podcast. Yeah. And we had uh, no reviews. (laughs) (laughs) And we also see that Darren has been unfriended by 200 people since you put that up there. We are... Yeah, we're wrapping it up yeah, for we are. this particular episode, episode 39. We want to mention again that at the end of October, October 30th, Mike and I will be in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. We're Actually, going to be... Yeah. We're going to see... Gojira. Yeah. On the 29th. That's a Friday. And so, you know, if you're at the Gojira <clears throat> concert and you <clears throat> see us, come on up. We'll autograph your shirt. We'll take pictures. Uh, we'll take selfies. We'll yeah. do all the stuff that people do when they meet fans. Make it clear that you're not going to mosh. Because I'm going to be on high mosh alert. I we are not, not moshing. moshing. No, I'm no. too. My ass is too old to mosh. <clears throat> I'll end up uh, needing help. Yeah. Um, so don't run up to me, right. with your Gojira shirt going. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'll freak out. Yeah. So yeah, on the 29th we're going to be at the Gojira concert in Cleveland, and on the 30th we're going to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So feel free to. Uh, we're very approachable. We're very likable. Yeah. Uh, come on up. We'll take pictures. We'll sign autographs. We'll talk. And uh, share stories with us. Yeah. And we'll tell these stories on the podcast. And if you see me at the U2 exhibit, it's not funny to to stand behind me and start talking about how much U2 sucks. That's not funny. Well, it's also not funny to stand behind you and go, God, how long is Mike going to (laughs) cry? The answer is is for a long time. (laughs) I'm anxious to go back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I I went there one time and it was uh, right around... Uh, well, it actually is the day before uh, the Beastie Boys and Guns N' Roses got yeah. inducted. Yeah. So it's been a while. Uh, looking forward to going back. I, was, I know they've yeah. changed them. The the floating exhibit that was there when I was uh, there. They was changed the, it like yearly, I think. Yeah. Uh, or even maybe more so than that. But it was the Grateful Dead. Okay. And had some really cool. Are you a Grateful Dead fan? No. Okay. I don't feel. I I I feel like that's too much to ask. I um. I appreciate I don't even their know where music. To start. Yeah. And there was uh, my buddy Doug, who lives in Tennessee. He and I were talking, and he had never been. I had never been. And we had seen almost everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And we had decided that that summer we were going to go see the Grateful Dead in concert because yeah. it's literally one of the only concerts we've never seen. And then Jerry Garcia died. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't, there's too much there. I, I don't think I could be becoming a Grateful Dead fan now for me would be like becoming a Rolling Stones fan. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. It's something be, like it's easier to become a Stones fan. There's so much that, like, where do you start? Or I, you know, a good example, I, I hate to bring you two into everything, but all their albums are so different. Like, where do you, like, if your first one you listen to is Joshua Tree mm-hmm. and then someone gives you Octung Baby, you're like, what? The, this is like two different bands. And then they give you like from the early days. You're like, "What the hell is this NXS before they had talent? Like, what right. the ha- what happened? <laughs> before what are you what are you doing?" <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I wow. did though. I wow. did. Yeah, I did. And if anybody ever uh, plays this for Bono, they'll play that part. Right. It's the guy that claims to be your biggest fan. Right. 
<laughs> he would probably agree with me. Yeah. Though. But the traveling exhibit was a Grateful Dead, and I'm anxious to see yeah. what new exhibits they have there this year. Yeah. And one of the things that bugged me about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they had an outfit from Lady Gaga, and they had an outfit from Katy Perry, and then they had like something from Beck, and there was a, a portion of the thing for, for new artists. I'm like, and that's great, but yeah. they're not in the Hall of Fame. They Oh, wow. I thought you had to be in the Hall of Fame that's before they I would thought. put something in there. And this is what pissed me off. The most is when we went in there. I went with uh, with our announcer Dave Lay, okay. and Eric Redder, yeah. and our dear friend Larry Reynolds, who's no longer with us. He passed away several years ago, and I okay. miss him horribly. Uh, the four of us went, and we walked in. And as soon as you go in, you can go over and stand in front of a green screen and get your picture taken, and they put you on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, yeah. and that's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. You, you and I are going to do that, and we'll do that with any fans who want to come up and, and meet us. Yeah. So we did that, and then we're walking into the main exhibit, and there on the huge wall was a giant W, and we're looking at it like, is that is that the Who? No, the Who never went just they didn't by do w. w. They. Yeah. And we're trying to figure it out, and no one could figure out what... Did the Madonna thing flip over by accident? <laughs> yeah, it just... It, it was... The nail was in the middle of it. Flipped uh, upside down. And I finally... We just asked the lady taking the tickets. I said, what's the W stand for? And she said, Weezer. Oh, who farted? And I looked at her and said, Weezer? Oh. Now, I like Weezer. Yeah. I I, do. I, I never really got But I'm not going to put their damn W on the wall. Okay. Until they're inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now that you've brought up Weezer, you've got to, if you haven't, if you're out there in this, uh, in the world, listen to this, and you have not seen the Matt Damon Weezer oh, thing on God. Saturday Night Live, it's one of the funniest yes. things on yes. modern Saturday Night Live I've ever yes. seen. Absolutely. And lead singer of Weezer, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Mike Weezer. Um, he heard that. <laughs> he yeah. tweeted the next day, they honest to God made a damn Weezer <laughs> skit. <laughs> And Matt Damon was losing his oh, mind. Oh, yeah. No, no about- offense, but burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the funniest things. Now, that's not saying much. Yeah. It being one of the funniest things on Saturday Night Live in recent years. Because yeah. that show pretty much sucks. Yeah, now, but they but, have some gems oh come out. Oh, my God. That and David yes. S. Pumpkins. There's some, there's some I gems. Loved, I love David S. Pumpkins, too. <laughs> I'm David Pumpkins. <laughs> Classic. So anyway, well, listen, we're wrapping it up. Uh, we want you to go to our website, leave us a review, become a Patreon, send us some money, and it can help us keep the show going. <laughs> we're not we're not ones to beg. No, but come on, please. But yeah, come on, man. We do want you to subscribe, and we want you to leave a review. Let us know what you think, because we're also we're putting together a best of episode that we're going we to are. air uh, on our one year anniversary which will be in th- uh, three months so it's it's going to be here before you know it yep. but we want you to know we appreciate you listening and we hope to see you again on Irritable Dad Syndrome This concludes another episode of Irritable Dad Syndrome If you have a question you would like answered on our next episode drop us a line on our Facebook page Twitter or Instagram Take care and drive safely Irritable Dad Syndrome is a Mark Goodson Bill Todman production Jimmy Jane Jean Jam Jean Dimmy Dee Dee Dee